Hi, people, if you can hear me, Facebook. Um, we're starting in one minute exactly. All right, so we're going to do a little Zohar Itro. We're going, we have a lot of wonderful friends here with us. We're going to eat together. Sorry, I cannot share the sweet of the fruit, vegetables. We're going to do it in an order of first cookie, then a little bit of wine, then uh, fruit specifically by the certain order, then a special fruit, which we do Shecheyanu, and then Adama, and then something which she called like juice or, or water. But till then, we have to go to the parasha because it's the parasha of Itro. Uh, we're going to read it. Hopefully you can hear us uh, loud enough. So maybe the microphone can go a little bit up so they can hear Michelle. And the portion of the week is the portion of Itro. And we know that this portion is also where we receive the Torah, the Ten Commandments, the Ten utterances. Uh, it's also the portion that uh, in the Zohar teaching you uh, how to read people, how to read faces, how to read palm. It's also in this portion. Everything is in Itro. It's all the secret in Itro. Mystical parasha. But we need to explain uh, more details from the Ari tonight and a little bit also uh, from the Zohar. Now just to give you the background of the story, Jethro, hear about the miracle that the Israelite went through. He got excited and he go to his uh, son-in-law Moses with his wife Tzipora, and uh, which is his daughter, Jethro's daughter. And he go to meet Moses. The Talmud said that it was before the Torah. Some section in Talmud say it was after the Torah. Doesn't matter, just sharing with you information. And then, after that, the Ten Commandments, Ten Ordinances, and that's basically the parasha. I would like to relate to the one of the commandment from the Ten Commandments, which is as to do with Shabbat. And the reason I bring the Zohar to talk about it, because as I write here, and I don't know if all of you can see it or not, but all the success come from Shabbat, okay? All the success come from Shabbat. And that's what the Zohar is about to share with us. So we're going to read, we're going to read, those of you who have Zohar, okay, we're going to read from section 445, okay? So let's, let's read, and here we go. Michelle, please be my guest. We have learned that all blessings from above and from below depend upon the seventh day. And we've also learned that there was no mana on the seventh day because all the six supernal days, which are Chesed, Gevurah, Tiferet, Netzach, Yod, Hod, and Yesod, derive their blessing from it. And each of them sends forth nourishment to the world below from the blessing it received from the seventh day. So for me, we learn that there is something unique about the seventh day on Shabbat. And we need a little bit to understand it. So we're going to go and read a few more verses. 446, please. Therefore, he who has attained the grade of faith must prepare a table and a meal on Shabbat Eve so that his table may be blessed all through the other six days. For at that time, blessing is prevalent for all the six weekdays. For no blessing is found at an empty table. Therefore, one should make ready the table on Shabbat Eve with bread and other food in order to derive blessings for all the six days. Okay, so we learn from that. There's a few things. First, Friday night is very important. You gotta have food on the table or the place where you go to eat. You gotta have bread. Some Kabbalists, uh, my grandfather, may rest in peace, 
used to teach me uh, to leave a piece of bread and salt, you know, the entire Shabbat on the table. And then I found it. I didn't know why he told me that, but when I found it in the Ari, the Ari used to do exactly the same. You leave a piece of bread and salt, and uh, some Kabbalists used to leave it even in a, in a bag for the rest of the week on the table. Because the table is not just a table. The table represents all of what you're going to receive for the rest of the week. The Shabbat is very important. I mean, also, you know, many Sephardic know that, that you cannot eat food on Shabbat which is not tasty to you. If the food is not tasty, better not to eat it. You have to eat something which is tasty. You have to enjoy it. We need to understand also, of course, why. So let's continue. We're getting there. 447, please. Rabbi Yitzchak said, also on Shabbat day, one should prepare the table with meals and draw blessings for the other six days. Rabbi Yehuda added, one must enjoy himself on this day with three meals in order that there will be satisfaction and pleasure in the world on that day. Okay, so we understand we need to do three meals on Shabbat. Some people don't do it. It's good to do it. Let's go to 448, which is the section where I'm going to go deeper. Rabbi Abba explained that the reason for preparing three meals for Shabbat is in order that blessings may spread to the supernal days. Chesed, Geburah, Tiferet, Nesach, Hod, and Yesod, which receive their blessing from that day, which is the Shekhinah, the seventh attribute. On this day, the head of Zerampin, meaning the three first spirot, is filled with the dew, meaning plenty, which descends from the most hidden Atika Kedisha, the holy ancient one. He causes it to descend into the field of holy apple trees, which is the Shekhinah three times after the entrance of the Shabbat, in order that all may enjoy the blessing. Okay, so we need to understand that this is a little bit deeper, so we have to use the help of Rav Ashlag to really understand it. Let's, let's get deeper. The Zohar is telling us that we need to draw a certain energy from Shabbat, and Shabbat is the only way that the person can receive the energy for the rest of the week. So it's not a joke. It's not just a fun or kind of celebration that you enjoy, you don't enjoy. It's not about that. It's about Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Receive energy from who? From Shabbat. The way they get the energy is from Shabbat. You don't take care of the Shabbat. Those days stay empty. They're waiting for you. Hey, we didn't get our sustenance. So it's say like that. It's say, Biur Advarim. Ravash like go deeper. And it's say, let's explain why. Zayin Yamim, you have seven days in a week. You have seven Sfirot. So every day is corresponding to a Sfira. Sunday is Chesed, right? Monday is Gvura. Tuesday is Tiferet. Wednesday is Netzach. Hod is for Thursday. And Yesod is for Friday. Shabbat, Malchut. Malchut is Sod Yom HaShvi. And by Yom HaShvi, it goes to the Malchut and Panim by Panim in Zeranpin. The only time Malchut can be complete and revealed at the same time is when it's on Shabbat. The only time that Malchut is actually revealed is on Shabbat. What does that mean? What does that mean even the word Revealed. We need to explain that. They're going all the way up to a place that what we call father and mother, the upper father and mother, which is one of the most 
elevated place, they were Kablima Shefa, and they received the nourishment from a place called Atika, Stima'a. But during the week, there is no Shlemut Malchut. Malchut, what is Malchut? We know, those of us who study Kabbalah, know that after the Tzimtzum, after the contraction, after the Tzimtzum happened, Malchut cannot receive light. There's no way. Because Malchut said, I don't want. I want to be like the Creator. So what happened to Malchut? Darkness. On Shabbat, Malchut is different. What's different? What's different in Malchut? It's almost like Gemara Tikkun. It's almost what's going to happen in the end of time. It's so excited. For me, it's very excited. Because I'm actually have a chance to taste what does it feel in the end of time. When, when do you feel it? On Shabbat. Only on Shabbat you can actually feel what Malchut feel in the end of time. Now, is the Eran Pin doesn't have connection with Malchut, it's missing three things. It doesn't have it because you need to have a complete union. Now, you know why we do Lechadodi with so much excitement. What is Lechadodi? To you, my beloved. And to you, my queen, which is Shabbat, what do we call Shabbat? Amalka, Shabbat, the queen. But Malka, queen, is Malch, Malka, like Malchut, if you listen. Malchut, Malka, yes? So we're taking the Malchut, we're taking the Rampin, we take the two ends and we connect them. And we get benefit, because we put them both together. It's so excited. So Shabbat becoming like, oh my God, it's the most exciting moment of a person's life. Unfortunately, with too much religiosity, People think it's a religious thing. You have to do it because God will punish you and problem. And the Talmud said that somebody who do Shabbat, it's considered like he did everything spiritual in his life. Just Shabbat. Talmud said another thing. The excitement of Shabbat is equal to the fire that's burning in hell. Why are they comparing hell to Shabbat? So the, the Talmud explained that Instead of the person going to problem like a hell problem that is burning the person, one Shabbat has enough fire in it that is actually do the same thing but without pain. It's tremendous, right? So he continues. Shabbat Malchut is complete. Complete. And because of that, the entire week get blessing from Shabbat. We, if we can only see with our eyes, or we can ears with our ears, or we can touch it, you will not believe. That's why it say when you do shopping for Shabbat, you don't have to worry about the money, because you can do the best meal, because Shabbat take care of itself. When you do the best Shabbat, and you invite guests, and the best food, you try to do everything in your power, that people will enjoy, because of that, the rest of the week will take care of itself. So it's so powerful. That's why the Ari always buy food for Shabbat on Friday, not on Thursday, because he say, I want to buy it in Yesod, so Yesod like this connect to Malchut. It's so powerful. 
Any, any question on that? You want to ask me something? Yes? Are you excited as, as me? Yes. <laughs> the, freshest, the freshest food, the best. Freshest food, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But the importance of understanding that we are experiencing on Shabbat, on the seventh day, the Malchut, like it's supposed to be in the end of Tikkun, because Malchut cannot receive light like it used to receive in the endless until when the Messiah will come. And because why? Because after the Tzimtzum, the desire was revealed. So now, once the desire to receive was revealed, everybody saw that Malchut is different than the endless. The light is giving, Malchut is receiving, they are different. Before the Tzimtzum, when the Malchut was fulfilled with light, it was no different between the giver and the receiver. After the Tzimtzum, it was empty from light, and now you can see the difference. So there is a shame. That's why those of you who ever see, read the book Shira Shirim, Songs, okay, I don't know if you know this book, by King Solomon, it says, the Malchut saying, I am dark, but I'm beauty, like a rose among the thorn. Why is the Malchut talking like this? Why, why is she talking like that? Because she's telling us, say, and she continues, she says, Don't look at me. You should read. It's beautiful because it's a hidden secret in there. Don't look at me that the sun burned me. Okay? The Malchut is saying that the entire six days, I'm getting beat up. I don't receive nothing. But on Shabbat, now you have a chance to see who I am. Because Malchut is the, is the entire tikkun. depends on Malchut. When do we do it? On Shabbat. On Shabbat. I, I'm very excited with this section. And I don't want to ex continue because sometimes when I get excited, I can be five hours on that. And that's not going to be good because I want to share with you other things. So even this continue. Uh, uh, you know what? One more verse. One more verse. You want to put the comment on this? Yes? And let's read it. Okay, so punishment will be great. Not so exciting, right? The punishment will be great. What is the punishment? What is the punishment? Why is it so great, the punishment? Because it's almost like I'm telling you, listen, I have an idea for you to make $5 million tomorrow. And you say, ah, let me think about it. The punishment will be great. Is that? It's not that you will be punished. You, 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 have the you take it. Just take it. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Yes, I know it's kind of weird to have Thanksgiving every week. You know? Most people have one Thanksgiving. Now you have to do the table, you have to make the food. It's Thanksgiving. What, what actually are you having? What, what is, is it Thanksgiving dinner? I never get, when I came to America, and it was Thanksgiving. I said, what's, what's happening Thanksgiving? I said, you have a big chicken. I didn't know what turkey. Big chicken. And pumpkin pie and, I don't know, everything else. And you say thank you. And I like it. I like the thank you part. But then everybody was excited in the street about it, of New York. And I look at them. I said, we're doing it every week, you know. I just want to let you know. <laughs> every week. We do the same thing. It's different chicken, but every week the same. It's kind of funny, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, I heard, I heard it from a rabbi. Um, 
רבי שלמה בוטח, הוא כושר סקס, הוא הראשון שאומר את זה, אם אני מבטיח. I'm sorry for the name of the book, but there is a good place. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, mitzvot, I'm going to go now to the Ari. Forgive me, Rabbi Isaac Luria. We're going to go to a different mitzvah, different precept. And this precept talking about respect your parents. So my dear son, Michael, teach me a Dvar Torah. And last Shabbat, we were in Miami. And we invite whoever is in the hotel to come with us. So it was very interesting. We have different tradition. We have Persian. We have Moroccan. We have Syrian. We have Ashkenazi. We have everything. And it was unity. It was unity. And I said, the Aftarah by Sfaradim, read this, by Ashkenazi, read this. You agree we're going to read both. Everybody said we agree. We're going to read both to make everybody happy. Whatever make everybody happy. It was so unique. It was so unique. And it's unbelievable. And the Torah came from Chabad. Rabbi, that know my wife, who said, of course, if you're doing it, take the Torah. The Torah came there. So it was beautiful, just beautiful. And the food, the person heard about it, he gave us double the food that what we order. So we have so much, so much food so we can invite so many people. It was beautiful. After the, you had to see it. It was, it was Mashiach. It was like unbelievable, all good. Mitzvot kibud avayim. So my son teach me that. My son told me, the five commandments on the right, it's between you and God. That's what the Talmud said. The five commandments on the left, it's between you and people. He said, cool. So he said to me, what do you mean, cool? He said, it's cool. He said, no, it's not. Where is respect your father and mother is? I said, on the right. I said, your, your parents are people. How come he doesn't put it on the left? Because it's supposed to be with God. Look at my son, Michael, revealed to me from the Talmud. Because you have to say, who told you that all the time? And that's how you bring redemption. Somebody teach you something, you always have to say, I learn it from and the person. You always have to say it. So you teach me that. Your parents is not your choice. You don't choose your parents. They coming from God. God give you your parents. There is a reason why you're born to their parents. When you ignore that fact, there's something that you have issue with God. Because you make God look bad. Like he didn't do a good job putting you with that, those parents. There's a specific reason. There's no mistake to put you with these parents. So I like that. But then I went deeper and I said, let's see what the Ari said. Why do we have to respect our parents? And our big brother, <laughs> that's, my, my son didn't like that part. <laughs> and a big brother. Katuf kabedet avicha vetimecha. All right. Your big brother too. And we need to go deeper, say Dari. And Dari go like that. And I'm going to get to the point. Okay. All right. We have to imagine our parents as a pipe. There is like a pipe that supply water. The first one doesn't need the pipe. So because he's just taking water for himself from the well. The pipe is for the people coming after. So the idea when you are using the pipe of your parents, you need to know 
something that the Torah said. The father ate the wrong food and the teeth of the children got a problem. What does that mean? It's a code. Which means if your parents did something wrong, why do you have to pay? Also in different section, it say our parents did crime and we have to suffer from their crime. Why? Because when your parents damage the pipe in the beginning, you have to fix it. Sorry, guys. That's what Dari said. So we have a mission here. It's exciting for me and at the same time like so clear what's going on for me, at least. I don't know, for you and I hope for you at home. You have to know the issue of your parents. With my new book that's coming, that I'm explaining from the Mishnah, different thing, and we're working on it for one year, it's take time, and I'm explaining about one of the things you have to do with, with, with that. There is a whole section about finding out your tikkunim and everything. You have to know about your parents. I'm sorry if you ignore your parents. Some of you have issue, you know, but you have to fix the pipe. That's where you are drinking from. What if the parents are good and the children damaging the pipe? The parents are not have to fix what the children are doing. That's not your business. I'm shocked when I read it. Because we feel, parents actually feel more that we need to fix that. But here it's saying, no, the children need to fix the parents. It's, it's shocking for me. Because otherwise they will not nourish what they need. So you, you, you think you need to fix the children. I mean, if you ask every parent, what are you here for? Fix my children. You ask children, what are you here for? Get for my parents. No, nobody will think I'm here to do the spiritual work so my parents can be fixed. And another place, in a Midrash, it say that if a person did terrible life and he died and they take him to the worst place up there, and his children do well, they move him from the wrong place to the good place, even if he didn't do anything good. Shocking. Shocking. Now you're clear about respect your parents because all your nourishment comes from them. You can't have your own nourishment. It's come from them while they are alive. So, this is mostly when the roots of the parents and the roots of the children are the same, say Dari. Okay, that, and he continue. Most children not always come from the same roots. And even same parents, one child will be chesed, one child will be gvura. One child will be kind, one child will be harsh. And especially when we talk about reincarnation. Most of the children who come to reincarnate has nothing to do with their parents. Sad, right? Sad. So they're just born to that family, but they have nothing to do with that family. So what, what do we do? So a lot of people who reincarnate just come to the parents, but not related spiritually to them. Or to the mother. A lot of time, we see a terrible person give birth to a righteous person or a wise person in the Torah. And it's the soul of the child 
are way greater than the father and the mother. How come the children are super spiritual and the parents are away from everything? So why are you asking me to respect my parents? Say Dari. <laughs> I'm reading this and I'm, I'm shocked. Why? <laughs> I was reading it today and I was screaming, why? You know, like that. So, oh, we are live on Facebook sometimes. We can, we can do editing on this, so hi, everybody. So it's a... When a man is with a woman to bring children, the father gives the chasadim, the father, because the sperm is the chasadim, uh, and it connects to the new soul. And so the father is in charge to put his children on the spiritual journey. That's a father's job. Father has to teach spiritual journey, how to swim, and how to make money. Those are the three laws that the father has to do. I teach him how to swim, how to make money, how to study spirituality. So, if this soul is new and doesn't know what to do, need help because the avonot, the sin he did last lifetime, preventing him. So his ima, his mother, okay, give him give gvura, give him gvura, and he has part of his father, part of his mother. So even if the soul not connected at all to the parents, because of the zivug, because of the intercourse. They give the levushim, they give the clothing of that soul. So the soul is really not belong to those parents. And th those children will not feel connection. They will respect, but nothing. There's no, I love them, but they're not me. I, there's nothing to talk about them. You know, there's nothing to talk about. You know, there's no, no connection. But when they, together, the parents, okay, together the parents, they bring at least the clothing of that soul. So for that reason, you have to respect because you are getting, you are getting all that energy. And of course, whatever your parents thought in that moment, that's how difficult it will be for the person to overcome negativity or not. Because if they were not so spiritual, while they make the child, that child will have a difficult time to overcome selfishness because if they did for selfish reason, both of them, you know what I mean, like physically, so that child will have a difficult time to overcome, you know, desire, lust, passion, addiction, very difficult. And, and for that reason, for that reason, the father, every time the son will do bad, the father will get will be the one who will get punished. Because they're taking him back to the moment of intercourse. I said to him, this soul is a great soul. The clothing you get that soul is a terrible clothing. He has no chance to make it. You're killing him. He tried to make it and then he fall down again. He go up spiritually, he fall. He pray and then he do bad thing. He, he study the old book and then he do bad. Because he's mixed with bad and good. Because he caused him that, that negativity. 
sometimes, it's so long, but so I'm going to make it a short version. Sometimes, like me, say Rabbi Chaim Vital, I have connection with my teacher and my friend that I study with. And the idea, sometimes the soul came together like, like us now, like us now listening, and we are together from another lifetime. And for that reason, we need to learn to work together. Because our connection will be this way until Tchiyat Ametim, until when resurrection of the dead, and when resurrection of the dead, everybody will go to the roots where they come from. And everybody has 900 souls, at least, that connect to you. And your group is always 10. In your group, there is always 10. You understand? But the one that is 10 with belong to you might have another 10, which is not necessarily you. You understand? It's like circle, like different places. But everybody has 900. So what happened if 899 finished the tikkun and you are alone here? Then you will feel it. You will feel like down. You feel like, I need help. And you feel like your soul is elevated, but it's missing something. It's missing those 899 tzadikim supposed to help you. And you're allowed to ask. When you ask, Shabbat. But going back to Shabbat. Go Shabbat, or tonight, like it's a holiday, or Rosh Chodesh, holiday. And say, I'm calling up all the souls that connect to my soul to come, please, with me. And they can come into the fish, come into the food. They will be with you. Coming to your pray, they're with you, they're dancing with you, they're praying with you. It's so beautiful. I, I believe it's so beautiful. This is so beautiful because we understand we're not alone. Because sometimes, sometimes I feel alone, right? <laughs> you know? So, anyway, more from Rabbi Isaac Luria, and then how, how are we doing on time? And then we're going to go right away to Tubishvat. I'm sorry for the people who are waiting for Tubishvat. I know in New York it's already 11 p.m. So, we know. And the reason Itro and Moshe met, because Itro was last lifetime the brother of Evel. It was Cain and Abel. They came together. Cain was Itro. That's why they call the tribe that he was belonged to Akini, the tribe of the Kini. Kini, like the same letter as Cain. And Evel is Moshe. Why did Itro? Why Why Cain kill Abel? Why? Because Abel has two twin sisters. And Cain only has one. And that, that's where the soulmate, right? The soulmate of Abel was his sister. I know it's not weird, but that's how it used to be. You're born with a soulmate. Much easier than today. <laughs> you know? There is no match.com. You're born with it. Abel born with two. And... Cain with one. So Cain kill him. What he has to do now? Come back next lifetime and give him what? His own daughter. And he said, I owe you one. I kill you for that. Please forgive me. So what he's telling him, I am your, your father-in-law, Itro. If you look at the Torah, I am your father-in-law, Itro. Aleph, Chet, Yud. What does it spell like? Aleph, Chet, Yud. Achi, my brother, he giving him a hint, I'm your brother, from another lifetime. He's telling him, Ani, Chotnecha, Itro. I am Ani, 
חותנחמין יופרדרנו, יתרו, ג'טרו, א', ח', י', אחי, דאריסטה לגסטה, אני חותנך יתרו, הוא אחי. So please, don't disrespect me, because you are a king. He call him a king, he call Moses a king. And it continue, it continue, and I'm just getting too excited, so I'm just going to skip. It's so, so many things. Once I open the diary, I can go forever. It's so sweet. It's for me the sweet, the, the whole energy of diary. Sweet. It's always sweet and shining and motivating. Anyway, in our neshamot, all the neshamot, all mixed with bad and good, or good and bad, after the tree of knowledge. Everybody, different level. So there is no such a thing as complete, perfect person. Perfect as problem. Problem is perfect in them too. We all mix. Some people has mostly good, little bad. Some mostly bad, little bit good. I love, I love Dari because it's logic, no, no agenda, no politics, just the way it's mathematical. That, 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 to the point. Everybody is, say, is built from good and bad. Whoever is mostly bad, we call him wicked. Whoever is mostly good, we call him tzaddik. Every time a wicked come, every reincarnation he come, that's sad, that's scary even, we, they add more evil person with them into their soul. And they have to do it in four times. They have to do it four reincarnation. They have to fix themselves. And the good of them, they take the good that they did. It will not sound happy for you, but I have to read. Let's say a person do 100 bad things and 10 good things. The 10, the 10 good things. Uh, and they give these 10 good things to somebody that belonged to a righteous that did 90% okay, but is missing that 10, and they're giving that 10 to the righteous. And don't, don't get upset, please don't get upset. I know it sounds unfair, I know, I know. But we work together, it's a team. It's a teamwork. <laughs> if you ever read the Amidah, in the prayer of the Amidah, when you have Allah Tzadikim and Allah Hasidim, the Ari said, there, meditate, and if you don't make more than 50% good, that at least somebody in your group of souls will take it and use it and eventually come to save you. Because once they're righteous, they come back for you and they take you out of the problem. I know, I know you, I get you depressed, I know. <laughs> I know, it's not fair. Yeah, I was thinking if to read it or not. Anyway, so the wicked become solid gamur, it become totally garbage. And they throw him to the... <laughs> Avadon, Avadon is like, really not a good word in Hebrew, it's like lost where the lost souls are. Because there is nothing good there. But whoever is mostly good, every time he get reincarnate, and every reincarnate he has to do a sin, the good one has to do a sin. Can you imagine? Has to. It's scary. Has to. <laughs> Feel bad a little bit. And then choose it. But And the reincarnation that until you do 613 mitzvot, and you fix everything you did in different gilgulim, and that's why they can be reincarnated sometimes even 2,000 times. Hmm. 2,000 times, my friend, to fix it. Because God said, okay, come back again, 
and collect from the wicked people that I can tell you. No, maybe I shouldn't tell. Uh, I'm afraid if I will say it, it will be sound so wrong from the Ari. No, no, I'm not going to say it. It's, it's a trick of how to do your tikkun easier. But I can't, I can't, I can't. It's not allowed. It's not allowed. It will create, it will create fight between people. It's not, not good. Not good. Not good. Anyway, we're going to move to a different subject. Very happy to tell you. Tonight is a holiday of Tu Bishvat. Tu Bishvat doesn't mean two like number two. It means two is Tet and Vav, which means 15. 15 of the month, blue moon tonight, right? Full moon. Full moon. Where does the idea come from? I'm just going to read to you real fast before we go into the eating because I need to explain to you about the eating so we don't eat just, just like that. It's have to eat by a specific order. And once you eat by a specific order, you can actually fix your life tremendously tonight. So first, where is the idea of um, tonight came from? So in Masechet Rosh Hashanah, in the Talmud that called Rosh Hashanah, there is an argument is about the trees. You know, they say that the beginning, the Rosh Hashanah for the tree, because you have many Rosh Hashanah. There is Rosh Hashanah for human, there is Rosh Hashanah for the holidays, there is Rosh Hashanah for the kings, there is Rosh Hashanah for Maaser, the Maaser, the tithing for the animal. There is many Rosh Hashanah. There is actually four. So when they come to Rosh Hashanah for the tree, two opinions. Shammai, very famous tzaddik, say it's in Rosh Chodesh Vat, in the beginning of the month of Aquarius. Hillel, no. He say 15 tonight of the month, because most of the thing we do is like Hillel. Why most of the thing we do like Hillel? Because Hillel is the one who said the most important thing is love the neighbor as thyself. So it doesn't matter what's going around you, practice your love. Practice your love. Practice your love. You know, like somebody today tried to convince me about the importance of hating somebody or someone for whatever they do. I don't want to say details. And I think I answered correctly, and forgive me if I didn't. I said, we are here to practice to love. We fell in that level. I know I fell. So I want to practice to love better every day. How can I love better? If I can practice to love better, then I can be like Hillel. Hillel, that's all what he did. And that's what's important. So it's say like this. Tonight, we take different kind of fruit, right? Different kind of fruit. And this is becoming minag. Not everybody's doing it. It's tradition. So the tradition as a foundation. You need to ask me something? Okay. If somebody asks something, don't be shy to tell me. All right? So, Shulchan Aruch, Rabbi Yosef Karo talk about it. Ashkenazim talk about it. Sfaradim talk about it. You know, everybody's talking about the idea of why we need to do it. And tonight I even have a surprise. I found a jam that made from the tzitrog, from the etrog that was in Sukkot. I found the place, very excited about it. Why? Because I found that Rabbi Akiva used to do it. Rabbi Akiva, I don't know if it tastes good, but I'm excited to do it. I never did it on Tubishvat, because I never found it. Found it! Rabbi Akiva used to take a trog, okay? Why? Because the trog is a memory for the scene of the tree of knowledge, good and bad. So what we're doing tonight, we're going back in time. We're correcting the bad side of us. For example, 
the nuts, when you crack a nut, okay? I mean, we have pistachio or different type of nut. Basically, the clipa, the shell, is your clipa. So when you open it tonight, you remove your clipot. When you eat the fruit, you connect to your soul. Everything has to have a meaning. It's not just you're doing something, you're eating something. So you go by order. In the, in the Torah, the order go like that. Eretz chita seora, gefenti enave rimon, Eretz etchemonodvash, or in English, the land of uh, wheat and barley, seora, gefen, uh, grapes, tenave rimon, uh, fig and pomegranate, and then he say again, the land of the Chemenot Vash of olive and dates. Vash means dates, it's honey, but it actually means dates. So that's the order. So as far as the fruit, far from the word land, that's the first fruit to be eaten. So you have two time Eretz. So the first Eretz, the first land, is next to barley and wheat. So you have to eat cookie first, or something made of wheat. The second land, Next to it is olive, okay? Next to it is olive. So you have to eat olive as after that. One of the things that they do, I remember I was going door to door in the most religious neighborhood in New York. It's called Monroe and Monsi. I don't think you've ever been in Monroe. I don't think you will ever be in Monroe. But it's an area that all the signs are in Hebrew. There's nothing in English there. And all Hasidim. And you go there, and you tell them, it's important to study Kabbalah, and they test you, they serve food. And they look at you, what are you going to take first? It's one of the tests they do. <laughs> hey, they look, that's, most people don't see it, and they will never tell you. And they see that you do first this, then you reach out to the table to take this, they, they look at you and say, I can trust you, now let's talk. Either way, they will talk to you. But people don't know that. You know, that is actually what's going on. And they see that you're going in the right order, that you go by that, do with... So it's important to know. Why? Because if God write it this way in the Bible, there is blessing that go in that way. It's not just, uh, just a coincidence, you know? So I would like now to go a little bit deeper to the meaning, okay? It's in English. Can you imagine for me? <laughs> anyway. So the idea... Of appreciate the tree, the tree go against gravity. The roots in the ground connect to gravity, connect to selfishness. The tree up, reaching heaven. So within the tree, you have both forces. You have the force, like us, roots in the selfishness, but the tree tried to reach heaven, but still the roots. Still the roots in the surfaces. So that's the beauty of the tree. Now, when you go to Rabbi Chaim Vital, uh, we can do what his teacher did. His teacher did 30 fruit, 30 type of thing. And I have to live in Mexico. In <laughs> Panama, they have different fruit that I don't even know the name. You know, or in Taiwan, you have... There is many things that I never saw before. That, that, that I didn't even know what the blessing. So it said that my teacher, Dari, okay, it said that it's a very important to eat the fruit, the vegetables, the wine, there is an order. You do first cookie, then you have wine, 
then you have special, uh, you do the fruit, then the special fruit that you have to do shechianu, and then you do adama, and then you do, if you want, water or something like that. So I'm just giving you that, uh, that thing. So let's explain how is it connected to Kabbalah. So there is in Kabbalah, they explain there is four levels of consciousness, like the name of God. Okay? Four levels. And the four level is connected to the four universes. If you're familiar with that, Asiyah, Yetzirah, Bri'ah, Atzilut, or in English, the world of emanation, the world of creation, the world of formation, and the world of action. Now, the Atzilut is really no, no physicality. So what is the famous fruit that the F smell? The etrog, the citrog. And that's why in the etrog, usually there is something on the top. The pitam look like a crown, look like keter. Because it's come from Atzilut. So normally, you know, the smell, tonight we have a little bit things, so we can connect to the Atzilut. But let's, let's go a little bit down. Let's start with the Yetzirah. Yetzirah is fruit that basically has a pit within it. Olive and dates as a pit in it. So you are, you're eating the outside, but the pit is inside. You have to throw it to the garbage. You have no use for that. Or oh, that pit actually give, you know, roots and will grow. That's Olam Yetzirah. It's the world of the angel. Okay? So in that level, when you eat, and hopefully I will repeat it again, you have to imagine that what, what type of seed you want to plant in your mind. What kind of thing you want to give birth to in the next year, okay? I'm just explaining it now so people at home will get prepared and then we will do it together, okay? Bria, what is the world of Bria? Bria is fruit that are totally, you can eat. Did I put the Asiya in the end here? What did I do with Asiya? I put Bria, ah. So, Bria is the fruit that you eat complete, because it's a level of Bina, okay? So what do you meditate here? Like, like grapes, like fig, okay? So, you eat the whole thing, no problem. So what do you meditate here? How do you see your, your best of yourself? How do you look like as the best of yourself? What does it look like? Because that's Bria, that's the highest level. Then you have fruit from Asiya. What do you do in Asiya? You take the peel, you throw it, and you eat the inside. Like what? Like pomegranate. I'm using specific fruit because those are the seven levels of spiritual level of Sefirot. Okay? And of course, as I say, the Ari used to eat 10 of Bria, 10 of Yetzira, 10 of Asiya. That's how we used to run it. So we used to run the old seder like that. That's what you used to do. Shall we start the beach? Should I move there? No, I think we should start here. Are we going to move it there? No, we should go there, no? Oh, it's too much? No, no, let, let's, let's, uh, you're going to move everything here? So let's move the books. Help me. I'm sorry for the people at home. We're going to start in a second. Yeah, you can take this also. So I'm going to, before we do everything, we're going to, do it together. Everything we're going to do together. If everybody can have their own individual plate. 
so happy. I'm so excited. We need to bring the wine, the white wine, and the... Good. So excited. Kids, are you coming down? We're almost there. Okay. And we bring in the wine as well, girls. Thank you so much. And guys as well. Thank you. So we're going to do step by step. And I'm so happy to do it with you. I'm so excited to do it with you. You have no idea how happy you made me for joining me and coming. Oh, it's a real part. Real part. What? Yeah, please. Please, uh, but don't get anything yet. We're going to do step by step everything. And we're going to do everything together. Yes, I would like to have a plate too, if you don't mind. Thank you so much. So much. So, what are we going to do first? What's come first? Do you remember? What came first next to the lead? The wheat. the wheat. So, the wheat or barley. So, if I can have a little bit cookie here. Yes. Thank you. I'm going to share it with Debbie. Me and Cookie don't do well together, so we're going to share it. Here we go. Me and Debbie are going to do it together here. Debbie, you want to sit next to me, please? Yeah, I'm going to move the chair. Everybody's taking one. Yeah, yeah, everybody take. Take a piece. Don't eat yet. We're going to do a blessing. Hi, Debbie. Hello. Kids, don't be shy. Just come and take cookie. Before that, we do the blessing. There's people at home watching us. Everybody's happy. Let me check. They're all seeing us. Splitting is cool, right? What? Splitting is good. We can split. Yes, yes. It's the best to split. You see it there. All right, guys, if you're ready, if you're ready at home, I know it's very late. We love you so much, the people at home, and we're so privileged uh, to have you in our life. Thank you. Such a simcha, such a happiness. Here is Debbie at Cookie. We try to avoid sugar and <laughs> baking because we don't know how to stop. At least I don't know how to stop. All right, we're going to do the blessing together. So together, please follow me. Baruch. Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Bore Mine Mezonot. Mmm. Delicious. Okay. Now, do you mind to pass me the black olive? Eretz Zechemen Odvash. Thank you. I will have one. Or three, <laughs> black olive, and I will have green olive. I like olive. And again, remember, the olive is with the pit inside. So that's correct, olam yetzira. So you want to think about olam yetzira. Can you have dates instead? Uh, no, because that's come first. Okay. It's come like next to the word eretz. It's come first, so we, we, we need to do it. Uh, then wine, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. What's close to the word Eretz? 
ארץ. כי זה חיטה שורה, גפן, קטנה וריבונה, זה שלישי. אז שמה זה ראשון, yes. I'm sorry, I talk in Hebrew, they're asking me question. All right, you can either hold it, like me, or you can... Darling, you want some zayit? All right. Don't eat yet. We're going to do a blessing on this as well. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Boreh Peri Haetz. I met some people who don't like olive. I don't get it. As Israeli, that's... All right, now we do the wine, right? Yes. Wine. So the question everybody asks, why wine? I mean, after all, there is grapes on the table that we're going to eat soon. I want to drink from what I did, the blessing on Shabbat. If you don't mind, a little bit. Just let me, let me pour for both of us. Again. Does it matter if it's red or white? No, I will do both. There's red and white, so... I will do both. Why not? Let's do two cups, one with white, one for this, and we share it, Debbie. Okay. All right, guys. Now, why wine? Why wine? I mean, let's, let's, let's talk about wine for a second. The wine is basically grapes that have been humiliated. In the old days, the humiliation was such a high level of humiliation. Everybody step on it. Nobody care about it. It was sad to watch the humiliation of, of, of the grapes. But the beautiful eventually it come in a bottle on a table and get full respect. It's like our life. It says that the Torah, the spiritual work, it's only manifest on people who are ready to become like a desert. That's what the Torah, the Shabbat, revealed in the desert. On what mountain? The lowest mountain. Almost flat. Because when you make yourself very small, God say, I want that vehicle to reveal my knowledge. When you make yourself too much of a big shot, there is no room for revelation. The wine was crushed, and now it's revealed. So beautiful. This is so good. <laughs> <laughs> so great. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to do the blessing together. We're going to do the blessing together. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Bore. Peri Agefem. Oh. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Now, now, we're going to eat by the order of the food. But before that, we have a curb. That's how you say curb? Can I have a piece? I know that most of you don't know what it is. It's what they made chocolate from, the vegan chocolate. The one thing, if you do it at home, please, after you cut it, shake it. Make sure, I'm sorry to say, there is no worm in it. I'm sorry to say it. I got to be, that's one of the halakha, one of the law. You have to check it. Now, I teach you a secret while you are getting the fruit around. The seed inside is actually the size of a carrot in a... In diamond. That's the weight. And it's funny, karat and carb, it's a similar word I mean, if you think about it, right? Yeah. The reason we take this fruit tonight, 
because most of the year you don't eat it. So you can do a Shecheyano on this. You can do a special blessing on it, okay? So we check it. If you want to double check it, we don't mind it. It's a little bit hard. So if your teeth are weak, eat it on the strong side, okay? <laughs> you don't do bracha on it because already do Pore Priya heads, but we're going to do Shecheyano on this, okay? So let's do it together. Baruch Ata Adonai Elohenu Melech Haolam Shecheyano Vikimanu Vikianu Lazban Azeh. That's what Rabbi Shimon ate. Do you eat the seed? No. 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 If you remember, after the word Eretz. So we're going to share one date. Thank you. All right. We're going to share one date. Everybody will have the date. You don't need to do blessing on it. But remember that the date is like olive from Olam Yetzirah because you take the pit out and you connect to the world of the angel. So the question is now you meditate. Now you're thinking what seed before you eat you want to plant in for the next year. So just think, please. What seed you want to plant for the next year? What is that you're now thinking to plant the seed now and the next year will look better? What is it that's missing? Not missing in your life. What is that missing by you that you don't do so the year will look better? Good, very good. Now we're going to eat the grapes. If you can pass it around. We're going to have some from the green, some from the white. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. There we go. You don't need to do blessing, but remember, we eat all of it, so that's Bria, the world of Bria. So how is the perfect self look like? If you can close your eyes and see yourself perfect, what does it look like? What is, what is you looking like exactly? The next one is the fig. You can have fig. You're allowed also to open it and to check that it's all good. <laughs> I do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, mine is good. And you do the same thing with this, it's Bria as well. Bria as well. And the idea of Bria, remember, you can take, don't worry about the camera, you can take. It's not a problem. So this is Bria, again, the perfect self. How is the perfect self look like? Just inject energy to the perfect self, how you want it to look like. Everybody take a little bit of grabs, I mean pomegranate. And remember, pomegranate are unique. We are throwing the shell, okay? And we're eating the inside. Meaning it's like banana or like other thing. Meaning the klipa is outside. And it's called klipa, klipa means shell. Klipa is outside and you eat the inside. So that's why it's olamasiya. And olamasiya, has to do with how you want to survive in this physical world. What is that you want to do in this physical world that need to be added to your action? Okay, we are in Olamasia. We are in the world of action. We are in the world of physicality. What is that we need to change physically so our physical life will look better, our health, our money, our house, our car, our... Physicality will look better. Now I have a surprise. You have a spoon. Okay. The surprise we have is, one second, let me give me the plate. Oh, you, oh, you need it? Yeah. This is basically a jam that made from a trog, citrog. We are eating together. We're eating together. Now a trog, as I say, usually you smell it because it's in the level of atzilut. So this is, has to do with your connection to the Bore Olam, to the Creator. How would you like your connection to Bore Olam, to Atzilut, to be? Your friendship with God, your friendship with, with the, the Creator. This is really what it's all about. Last year we couldn't explain all those things because it was Shabbat. So now, I'm very happy we can do that. So remember that basically but I do it before the Adama. Should we wait? Mm -hmm. Should we wait until Adama first? I want to do it in the right order. Yeah, so let's do you can take you can take anything from the strawberry or the radish or whatever you want. 
Strawberries, raspberries. This is also adama. We do this first and then we do the jam because the jam has a different blessing, even if it's absolute. So, people uh, yeah. happy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you need a spoon? Yeah. Uh, blueberries? Just use a spoon from somewhere else. So the nuts may be. Yeah. Maybe they're not. Yeah. 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 No, no. Adama. Yeah, yeah, no. She wants to use a spoon. Mm. Yeah. Can I have the radishes? That's for sure. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. Adama. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody want a radish here? Yeah. You like radish? There you go. You have any? No, it's Adama. It's Adama. Okay. Adama, you don't do Shekhiyano. Only on the Eds. Anybody want a radish? Okay. Here we go. Hold it in your right hand. We're going to do a different blessing now. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam. Bore peri adama. The adama, just to let you know, the ground, adama means ground, is to ground yourself, is to make sure that you're more ground. Because, you know, when you study more about food, a lot of time in uh, microbiotic, they give you the food based on how it grow, you know, so based on how it grow, but it's taking care of part of your body. Anyway, this will be Sha'akol. We're going to do the blessing together. That's why I did it last. Do you have? But remember, you connect to Atzilut because it came from the fruit. Okay. It came from the fruit that is in Atzilut. So is your connection to the Creator, okay? Baruch Ata Adonai. Eloheno, Melech Aolam, Shakol Nia Bidvaro. Not bad. Not bad, guys. Now, now you can enjoy. It's time to eat from everything. Okay. And if you can get me the pistachio to remove the clipot. So Let's, let's remove some clipot. You want some removing of clipot? Yeah, of I took my removal of the clipot. What do you want? Raisins? Sure. Okay. Thank you. Can I get some blueberries? Should try the other one. What? What did you think it was? What's a porn? Porn. 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 Us Ashkenazi people have to be proud of our parents. We did, yeah. What? Are you Ashkenazi from New York? Can you pass me the peanuts and the chickpeas? I'm going to test from everything on this table. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll In the corner? 
Ja, ik ben Ja, ik ben Ik Ja, Ja, Okay, no, we're good. What else? Here we go. We missed something now? Oh, the, the berries. The berries. Do you want berries? The berries. Yeah. <coughs> berries. And the other berries. What other berries? Raspberries, strawberries. Everything. I love olive. I'm going to stop. I think, I think you don't like olive. I didn't meet a lot of people who don't like olive. How do you not like olives? Who doesn't like olives? Can I, you pass me the strawberry and the raspberry, if you can. Thank you so much, and thank you again so much. It's cool to have that understanding, right guys? It's very cool, it's like exciting. Yes, my love. Thank you for you. Growing up at your family, did you do this on two We did. We did. My mom actually talked to me today and she told me how much she prepared and this and that. So she did that. You see, my grandfather was hidden. What does hidden mean? He didn't talk a lot about himself, who he was. And People respect him, but as a young boy, you don't know why they respect him, my grandfather. And people used to come to him to remove curses and problems. But we didn't know what Kabbalist was then, you know? But he did. We, he didn't talk about it. It was quiet. Yeah, Everything he was did, hidden. He didn't tell them. So if you have a curse, you go to me, remove it. <laughs> Even tell you what street the curse came from. Where did you pass by? What happened? And how to avoid it? So, you know, when you're, this is your grandfather, you don't so much think big deal. Yeah. When he died, then we found many letters from many rabbis that sent him and said to him, uh, we have a problem with these girls, she's sick. Uh, if you don't mind, take care of that for us. If you don't. So we said, oh my God, oh my God. Because we used to kind of laugh with him, you know. It wasn't a big deal. If we have problems, somebody gets sick, we go to him. And he do something and everybody think gonna be okay. But we didn't think of it as special. Because we think everybody know about stuff like that. But he was so, really actually very rare. There weren't a lot of people like him. But I didn't know. And then he gave me a book of Rabbi Udaptaya, one of the greatest rabbis from Iraq. He used to be going from Iraq to Iran and he used to cure people. Somebody who deal with reincarnation. So he gave me the first book from that. And when I started studying Kabbalah, I said, oh my God, I didn't know he knew that. Which side of my mom, my mom, my, my father's side, his uncle was the rabbi in Libya that actually stayed in Libya to build the, the Jewish community there. And it was a very famous Kabbalist, Rabbi Yosef Gian. Rabbi Yosef Gian. My mother's side is Rabbi Hajani. So it's kind of, the whole deal with mysticism, but I wasn't familiar what happened. I just found out about the uncle of my father. Just found out. So how come he never told me that? Just found out coincidentally because I went online and they do now picture from the Holocaust. The Holocaust took a place also in Libya. I didn't know that. I didn't know my, my mother just remembered to tell me that she was hidden by Muslim. Muslim actually saved her life. My mom. From German troops that were in Yeah. It's unbelievable. I didn't know none of that. 
So I start looking and looking, looking for the family Gian. Where does it come from? So oh, that's Ravda. So wow, I didn't know why don't wow. you guys share? It's so amazing that uh -huh. people go back and find out a cousin, distant cousin, sent me something. My last name is Solomon. Mm -hmm. Well, we found out through the document it was it when we came over to Ellis Island, it was Silverman with a B. Uh, yeah. I mean, and then they change it as it goes on. Yeah, so. Okay, let's say bye bye to the people at the home. Bye bye. Bye, guys. We appreciate you and we love you. Thank you so much. <laughs>